0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Whiskey, Grits, and Honey. I'm here with my awesome friend and fellow alumna of uh, Averitt, um, Jaina. Jaina is a writer, a journalist, content creator, media personality, all these other dope things. So today we're going to talk about um, her work in media and journalism and uh, being a woman of color and how she uses her platform to promote social justice. So Jaina, thank you for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for this. <laughs>
0: yeah, we've been trying to work this out for a while, so I'm glad it finally like worked out. Yeah,
1: hey, and it was it was gonna happen when it was supposed to, right?
0: Exactly, exactly. Right. You know, <laughs> Got <forgot> the date. <laughs> oh me. So, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Just uh, where you're from, what you do, um, all that stuff. How you met me at Averett. <laughs>
1: Okay, um, I'm originally from D.C., the DMV area, um, and then when I was, like, seven, I moved to Southern Virginia, a small town called Yale, um, so I've been in Southern Virginia for, like, a long time. Uh, ended up at Averett for college. That was just totally random, like, I wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> I was like, where is this place? Exactly. Um, went there, met you, um, and all of our classes journalism communications um and i think that's a good thing to have a small school for um graduated i did move back to maryland after i graduated and then i moved to charlotte north carolina Then i end up back here and now i'm trying to move again <laughs> um, so i have my bachelor's degree in communications okay cool cool cool.
0: Um, what yeah. inspired you to get into media and journalism
1: oh um when I was younger, I used to sleep beside my radio and listen to the radio like especially in the evening time well into the nighttime and you know the radio makes you think that they are your friends so I you know I was like okay I want to do radio and then when I was in like junior high high school I started getting into sports which then I was like okay I want to work for sports center so that's why I took up communications in college um like literally in high school I could give you stats on like all the teams I could list all the NFL teams what conferences they were in give you give you the rundown on Monday um so that's how I kind of got into it um I just love the funness of it all um I don't know. And I like interviewing people like it's, it's something about hearing people's stories. So definitely as I grow in my career with my podcast, um, I definitely want to interview stories and like maybe do documentaries as well.
0: For sure. Did you take sports journalism at Averitt? No. Oh, you would have been perfect at it.
1: Yeah. I didn't. I didn't even I should have. I feel like I should have taking journalism like study journalism instead of communications that's but right. you yeah. know whatever <laughs> <I forgot laughs> it the intersects question. at some point
0: it really does it does so what does content creation mean to you I know that that's like a buzzword now that um a lot of people who are using like media social media um they're calling mm-hmm. themselves content creators so what does that mean to you
1: um to me it's like like when I do my podcast, I always say it's like therapy for me. So to me, it's just putting your version of art out there and excuse the train. Um, to me, it's, it's just putting your art out there and whoever receives it, um, you know, they receive it. And I don't, it's something beautiful about it because we're not all alike. We're, we're We all like different things. So why not put it out there and see what you know, can inspire somebody else, you know?
0: I totally agree, and, like, as millennials, you know that people are always, like, oh, you know, this generation and Gen Z, y'all are always on your phone, you're always on social media, but I love social media, and I love, like, using technology and digital platforms to communicate with people. I don't know, so what do you think? It's,
1: about it's a freedom, some, it's a freedom, like, no. and sometimes it has as good, it's bad, but, I actually had to start putting limits on my social media because I'll be on there all day. But it's it's so freeing and it takes you away from all the madness that's going on in the world or in your personal life. And um, I think with radio, that kind of took me out of like situations I was going through personally. So I find that connectivity there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So as someone with media, was like radio like always your primary um, like platform or did you consider like print media as well?
1: Um, <laughs> I used to, I mean, I read, I used to read the newspaper, but definitely radio, TV. I thought I was going to be the next Oprah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it could happen, you I- know? I thought it was going to be like Carrie Champion and like Jamel Hill and all of them. You, you, oh, yeah. you, have, you, you never know what could happen because things change instantly nowadays. But um, yeah, I think c- content creation is people's form of art and kind of like their escape to put art and put good out into the world. And hopefully everyone's version is perceived well.
0: I agree with that 100%. So, as a woman of color, who are some of your biggest influences in the media?
1: It's weird because when I like grew up, I was listening to 1065. So anybody on that channel as I was growing up, definitely some influences. Um, growing up in like the DMV, I I vaguely remember it, but Donnie Simpson, I know when I after I graduated from Averett, Angie Martinez was A definite one and then reading her book i'm not sure if you ever read it but reading her book was very like it was inspiring and the breakfast club now like yeah Yeah. (laughs) i love them
0: yeah
1: (laughs) and their take on like culture and you know wanting to see i know it's problematic sometimes but wanting to see or hear different sides of everyone's stories and you know, seeing them do what they do definitely inspires me and I want to be in that position one day to interview the best of the best, the up and coming, and just hear people's stories, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, which I can definitely see you going there because the content that you create is so dope. Like I look forward to hearing like your <laughs> from, like, every time you release something. So what inspired you? <laughs> what inspired you to start Audacity? Like the name, kind of the um the platform like the topics and stuff like what was the inspiration behind that
1: it was i actually started my podcast back in 2017 mm-hmm. it was literally on my grandmother's birthday may she rest in peace um back in 2017 and i think i did like two episodes one episode and the other one didn't get uploaded because i was too afraid of other people's opinions and so then i rebranded and 2020 and i restarted it and i just kept hearing this dream like i don't even really dream but i got i just kept hearing like who does she think she is the audacity of her so that's how i came up with the name of it and that's how i rebranded it um so that's basically how the audacity podcast was dreamt like came about um in regards to like the content I make for, is it, definitely lessons I learned in my life um, as I'm growing, and um, mm, or lessons I've learned along the way. So that's how I came about it. I want to do more with it. I felt like I had some fluff pieces in there, but you know, it's all a growing stage. So
0: yeah, yeah. Could you share like some of the ideas, like future plans you have, stuff you have
1: for it? Um, like episodes or just in general,
0: both. Yeah.
1: Um, I do want to talk about, uh, my journey with therapy. I would love to have more people interviewed on once I get that situation figured out. Um, maybe, maybe, um, maybe do like a YouTube channel and, um, Hopefully, one day once it's big enough, I want to do. I really want to do like a live episode.
0: That would be dope. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Kind of like
0: a Q and A. Like have people like hop on. Maybe have someone like co host and stuff. Like, yeah, I could see that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. One of the other things I love so much about just you and your platform, not just your podcast, but just like any of your social media, is your voice that you use for uh, social justice. So, can you talk a little bit about how you lo- use your platform for social justice?
1: I just I don't know like I've always had a problem even when I was younger with people being done treated wrongly mm-hmm. and I don't know if that stands for us watching like our friend Martin and like documentaries like that but I've just never liked it so why not voice your opinion if you see someone being treated wrongfully or just dis- disrespectfully like we're all human at the end of the day like we're just trying to live and survive so why not speak out about it. Why not share it and, you know, call, get a conversation going? Now, sometimes you have to be careful and save your sanity because some people will take you down a rabbit hole, but oh, yeah. you know, if you have the platform and if you want to see justice for people for just being humans, then why not? Mm-hmm.
0: And like, I completely agree with that because so many like influencers nowadays or like big media people, like they use this platform and then they'll slap like BLM in like their bio for three weeks. And then when the hype's gone down, you know, they've gone back to normal. Like they don't usually use their platform to raise awareness. It's all for just like clout and likes and follows and stuff like that. Could you elaborate a little bit on that too? Yeah, um,
1: it's definitely... Black History Month, Pride Month, has I feel like has become a commodity. And on my episode with Alma, we talked about the Day of the Dead and she was saying how um, that the Day of the Dead tradition when she lives in California, but she's seeing it being commercialized out there. And I'm like, but that's that's a day to honor, you know, like your ancestors and the children that have passed on. So I don't... I don't know if there's anything that we can do besides like call it out and not support it because, you know, these things matter to us, especially as people of color. And uh, we're just out here and like and as people of color, we're always something is always getting taken from us. It's just inevitable. But I think the best thing that we can do now is use social media and call out companies and not support them like the black community, especially with black women we are like the highest spenders so money talks so if money walks hey that's your fault you yeah. have to fix it but at some point somebody at the head of these companies are has to be like that's not going to fly we have to fix this so
0: yeah completely agree I remember like last year in like 2020 like We began to see things like Juneteenth being like commercialized. I was like, come on now, like how how are you going to make money off of our freedom day? You know,
1: they will find a way. I mean, America was basically built on money. Um, Capitalism. Capitalism for sure. Um, I'm glad we got a holiday, but I'm not sure if everybody should be off. I'm definitely like, "Ah, no, I think black people should just be off. (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly, and we shouldn't have to pay taxes. And you know, college should be free for
1: <laughs> We want our reparations, okay? Yeah. That's basically yeah.
0: it. I would take it in any forms that I can. <laughs> cool.
1: Yeah.
0: So, any advice for folks who are looking to start a podcast or going to like journalism?
1: If you want to do a podcast anchor, that's a free platform. Um, I'm not sure if there's any other. Um, SoundCloud, that's where originally I started my podcast on the Unapologetically Candid Podcast. Um, talk to other people, but you know, not only that, but also do make your podcast about you. Don't yeah. try to make it about anybody else. Make it personal to you, and that's also what I'm learning right now because I like tons of things like I just started falling in love with sports again have watched sports in so long Mm -hmm. um books uh my life right now and I, I like talking to people about even therapy just find things that you know are your interest to you and what you want to talk about it could be music um it could be books it could be government it could be finance it could just be you sitting around with a friend having a random conversation Absolutely. find make it true to who you are
0: yeah I completely agree and uh, you had mentioned like therapy and things like that I know we had talked a little bit about like mental health and particularly like mm-hmm. mental health in the black community um why do you think it's important to use platforms like podcasts and things like that to elevate voices for mental health in the black community
1: because it's been a stigma in our community for so long. Like back in the day, you like people probably just walk around undiagnosed, and people just say something wrong with him. He a little bit touched, but somebody ha- basically had a problem, and it went undiagnosed, and they suffered for so long. And I think that um, we just hold on a lot, you know, a lot of traumas that. Maybe our parents passed down to us and we may not oh. have realized it. We have like when I first started my first um, session, I didn't realize I had an attachment style. I didn't even know what the heck it was. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think you can benefit a lot from it and not even from if, um, if you just want to do it on a personal level. I know when I was researching it, somebody on YouTube was talking about how they did it for their business so they got therapy and like life coaching for their business but I think I think it's a good way to finally just get it all out because sometimes our family and friends they just listen and give a response they don't listen and comprehend what you're saying so having that self-care time as I call it with my therapist that self-care time that hour is so beneficial and it it'll just release you. And and I definitely think during my process, it has made me self-aware on a lot of things.
0: Yeah, yeah. And kind of like you touched on earlier, like as people of color, as black people, we carry generational trauma, like things that we don't even realize that we're um, carrying. And then it just comes out of nowhere. Like we can get angry for no reason or we can find ourselves crying for no reason. It's like, what is going on? But it's just like generations and generations of just like the stuff that we're carrying. And it's so crucial um particularly for black males as well like as a teacher like I'm constantly telling my students like I can tell something's wrong let it out like talk to me what's wrong so I completely agree with that Um, and not
1: only that I feel like we realize the the traumas that our parents passed down on us but we also realize and have a little bit more grace to realize that their parents passed on something to them but yeah. it was also another generational thing. And I'm glad that, you know, you're a, a black male teacher because I remember it wasn't until the sixth grade until I had a black teacher, a history teacher, a male teacher in, in the sixth grade. My first black male teacher, he was a like a music teacher, but I think that's pretty common.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We see them in roles like coaches and occasionally like a math teacher or something like that, but I could see them in like gym coach, a <laughs> yeah, PT yeah. coach
1: yeah yeah, yeah. PT Yeah.
0: for sure, so how can we follow you, um, stay in touch with your episodes, just keep up with you on social media where can we find you at?
1: I'm on social media excuse me, my Instagram is audacity underscore pod um, you can find the page on Facebook at I think it's the same thing at the audacity podcast or pod oh don't don't be <laughs> i can't remember <laughs> um you can find my podcast is everywhere it's on the anchor app apple music spotify google Podcasts, all of that but if you look on my instagram there's a link tree to everything even my email
0: okay awesome well um are you taking like submissions or people who are interested in being on the show
1: I'm always interested, you know, so I just got to work it out. But I'm always interested in learning people's story and, you know, where they were and where they are now. I think that that type of evolution is a a great thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Jaina. We would definitely uh, put the word out. We would love to get some more people on the podcast and definitely get some more subscribers and listeners as well.
1: Yes, and we're going to have you on.
0: Yes, I cannot wait for that. color. sure. <laughs> yeah. I do. And thank you guys for tuning in. Stay tuned for the next episode.